Speaking of comfort food, what do you call macaroni and cheese that gets stuck to your face? I don't know. Too close for comfort. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week, Paul, part of his financial kingdom includes the 420. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. <laughs> Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and this week's topic is about the cannabis industry, also known as marijuana, and if you have a challenge with the cannabis industry, that's okay. We'll see you next week here on Small Business Celebration, but our guest this week is Mario Dallas, the co-founder of the 420 Kingdom. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? My name is Mario Dellis, and I'm co-founder of 420 Kingdom. And what does the 420 Kingdom do? We sell cannabis all over the state of California. Now, the th reason we're here is because cannabis is a tricky business, but it's not a business that Mario started out in. In fact, he had a long-term business, a successful long-term business prior to this, and he branched out into new territories. And we've had a lot of visioneers that have asked about that process and about what they can do about going into new ventures. And that is why we're here with Mario today, what did you do, or your business is, outside of the 420 Kingdom? Uh, I'm a farm labor contractor. Why did you get into the farm contracting business? Uh, I was working for my family farm uh, out in Arvin uh, about 21 years ago, and I was seeing the amount of volume that these FLCs were doing, and it was just it was big. It was just really big numbers, and labor labor is huge in, in any business. Right. So I thought that I could uh, find a little profit margin in there, and also um, uh, have more control over the people, mm. uh, and and have more power in terms of getting crews when you when you need them. And you have done this business for just under twenty years. Yeah. You've learned a thing or two. Yeah. Along the way. Yeah. Why did you choose to branch out after 20 years into the cannabis business? I saw uh, how much growth that it had been doing over the past, you know, 10 years mm. or, or so. And it just continually was going up and up and up. Mm. And, I, and I just saw a lot of uh, options to make it work. So you, you saw the opportunity out there. Yeah. And it was a relatively new industry in California because it had become legalized. And what kinds of research or, or investigation did you do into the business? Because it's one thing to say, oh, this would be kind of fun to do. It's yeah. something else to actually make a business out of it. What was the thought process? Because you've had business experience before. Just a little bit of research online and looking at the numbers and how much it was increasing. It was becoming the fastest growing industry in the country. Mm. And I just, I, I thought that, you know what? Why not? There's so much opportunity here. 
why not find a piece of property that's it's in the right zoning, right licensing, and get some investors and see what happens. And so we gave it a try uh, seven years ago in Adelanto, and, and the rest is history. Uh, he makes it sound so simple, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's well, why not? It's just been taking a lot of work, mm. a lot, lot more work and a lot more money than I ever imagined. And I'm pretty good at guesstimating. That's one of my talents is, is being able to see something and guesstimate and estimate how much time is it going to take? How much money is it going to, is it going to cost? And I undershot it on both of those for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it wasn't the end of the world. No. How did you learn from that and was able to overcome that? Just experience, you know, experience after experience and, and learning from my mistakes. If you can't learn from your mistakes, you're in trouble, mm. you know. So there were some mistakes made, but overall it's been, it's been progress. You know, it's been a really good, you can't stop progress. And it's, it's been going forward and improving all the time. You started this business and got it up and going prior to COVID. And then suddenly all the dispensaries closed because of COVID. What did you do with your business or you and your partner do with the business to deal with everything being shut down and still get your product to market? Just delivery. Yeah, just a simple delivery to your door. Our drivers would wear masks mm -hmm. and just uh, we'd get it to your door within an hour or you get 20% off your order. It was real simple. But the important thing, part of this, the key to this yeah. is letting the consumer know they can do this. How did you do that? Billboards. Yeah, we had 24 billboards up throughout town telling everyone about us and our phone number and our website. So how did you discover that the, your customers, your new customers, were impulse buys? That's a good question, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, don't all right, know sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because that's one of the things that's so unique about what you do is because you've got the billboards, you've got the phone number, and we'll get it to you in less than an hour. Right. That sounds very impulse buy. How have you been able to parlay that into your repeat customers and your ongoing customers? Just through our website and our services that we offer. You mm -hmm. know, some people uh, are impulse buyers and some people are regulars. You know, we have some people order from us every day. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's it. We just try to keep it simple. And if visioners want to learn more about the 420 Kingdom, uh -huh. how do they do that? They can go to our website at 420kingdom.com and they can see our entire menu, everything we offer, and even our story also uh, about the unique way we're growing it through aeroponics. Mm. And it tells a little story about us on, on our website. And they can also give us a call at 661-777-KING. What was that number again? 661-777-KING, K-I-N-G. And if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Uh, 420 Kingdom and 420 Kingdom Delivery. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you take a small little business in Atlanta find investors to grow your business when we come right back.
Toastmasters is a major sponsor of the Small Business Celebration program. In fact, Small Business Celebration started off as an advanced level Toastmasters project. Toastmasters is an organization that can help you learn how to communicate what you do for the people you serve. So join Toastmasters. Go to toastmasters.org forward slash find a club and join a club that can help you communicate what you do to the people you serve. Go to toastmasters.org forward slash find a club and learn how you can communicate more clearly to the people you serve. Go to toastmasters.org forward slash find a club today. Here with Mario Dellis, the co-founder of the 420 Kingdom, and our visionary question comes from Jeannie who asks, if you have a service-based business, how do you communicate to your customer what problems they will face if they don't use your service? All of our stuff is state tested. It's mm. all lab tested, so you know that what you're getting is not full of chemicals and other unhealth unhealthy stuff that could mm. that could not that's not good for you. One of the things about your business is you, you started this up in Atlanta and then you wanted to grow and expand and that's the dream of a lot of business owners is to grow and expand but sometimes that requires partner or investors. Yes. How did you find the right investor for this project? Um, we finally found someone that said yes. Okay, and who yeah. was that person? Jeff Thorne. Jeff Thorne. Yeah. And was he the first one that you asked? And he said yes, and it was all you know wine and roses. No, he was on my first list of people. Okay. But I had asked some other people, and they had said no or maybe, and nobody, nothing ever came to fruition. And Jeff, uh, Jeff was really. Um, quick and confident about it and mm. saw and saw the potential in the fastest growing industry in the, in the country and, and went with it. How long did it take you to go through all those no's till you got somebody that said yes? It was a few months of time I'd say. A few okay. A couple of months. So and this is the thing that's remarkable that you have to understand is, oh, we just did this in a couple months. And I don't know how many business owners are like myself where we've gone much longer than just a few months. But that's because you had made the contacts with your first business, correct? I think so, yeah. What did finding the right partner do for your business? It helped it get it off the ground and get going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Shakta and myself had locked up this property mm -hmm. uh, back in uh, November of 2018. And uh, Jeff came in in April and we purchased the property. Why was the purchase of the property such a big deal? You, you got to have somewhere to operate. We have to have a license. And for this cannabis deal, you have to be in an industrial zoning. In the, within the city limits of Arvin, because mm. Kern County, it's still not legal in the county areas. Right. So you have to be in the city limits and in industrial zoning. And you have to have a property to get all the licensing, which took oh, about a year to get. That comes from thoughtful planning. But these aren't the two businesses, the only two businesses you have. You have another business as well. What is that? Yeah. I'm the owner of the World Series of Gin Rummy. The owner of the World Series of Gin Rummy. Yes. How did you get involved in professional cards? When I was a young kid, my dad and his friends would play poker every few months, and I was just, 
it was just so interesting. I'd just be sitting there mesmerized, you know, as a young little eight-year-old or ten-year-old or whatever, watching these guys laugh and smoke cigars and drink and <laughs> and just and the, and the amount of money that was won and lost in a friendly game. Right. Sure. Know? And the bluffing and the other all the stuff that went with it, it just fascinated me. And right. so I studied some books on uh, body language, uh-huh. which is huge in poker, and uh, just started going from there and was really good at it and did it for a few years and made some money and got out. And then I discovered Jen Rummy after that mm-hmm. and found out that uh, I think it's the best game there is, the best card game in the world. Why is that? It's uh, you get over a billion different starting hands mm. when you when you play, so you can't say that about any other game in the world. Over a billion different starting hands. I mean that's and and just I love the how it uh, benefits aggressive players. I have a very hyper aggressive uh, style in Gen Rummy, and it just really suits me. And I'm really good at it, and I enjoy it. I'm actually the current uh, doubles uh, World Series of Gen Rummy champion of the world right now. Is it any coincidence you also own the tournament? No. <laughs> no. I've been playing in it for almost eight years. Mm. And I've never won it until this last year. So it had nothing to do with... with We're not going to let the boss win because yeah. Yeah, it would make him feel good. Yeah. No, no. There, <laughs> there's no throwing games. Everybody's trying their best to beat you. Especially if you're the owner. They, they really come after oh, you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And there's side money on every game, too, within the tournament itself. When we come back, we're going to get into carbon fiber, uh, lasers, into artificial intelligence, and debate whether or not these technologies can be adequately used to obliterate an entire biological species. Mm, uh, you lost me in there, sorry. <laughs> or we can answer another Vizier question when we go right back. Okay. <laughs> All right. The reason we're here with Mario is because of a visionary question that came from a visionary just like you. They reached out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and wanted to find out about how do I take my business to the next level? What should I look for? And that is why we are here. We learned about finding a partner, finding the right partner. And that's because of the visionary question that came from a visionary just like you. They reached out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. So if you've got a question, you've got something that you want to learn on here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Toastmasters is a major sponsor of the Small Business Celebration program. In fact, Small Business Celebration started off as an advanced level Toastmasters project. Toastmasters is an organization that can help you learn how to communicate what you do for the people you serve. So join Toastmasters. Go to toastmasters.org forward slash find a club and join a club that can help you communicate what you do to the people you serve. Go to toastmasters.org forward slash find a club and learn how you can communicate more clearly to the people you serve. Go to toastmasters.org forward slash find a club today. We're here with Mario Dellis, the co-founder of the 420 Kingdom, and our vision your question comes from Roger who asks, if you're releasing a new product, how do you market your product so that it generates enough curiosity to have the customers come back and check your website? And you, in fact, are doing just that. You're releasing a new product. Yeah, we are. It's actually right here next to me, this uh, golden jar. It's called the King's Arrow, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's our new 
aeroponically grown cannabis that we're, it's going to be on our website and our menu and people can purchase it through there. And what is so unique about this new product? Well, there's no one else doing it in the whole state of California. Uh, no one grows aeroponically. And what that is, is it think of like NASA and roots hanging in the air. Mm. The, the, the roots float in the air the entire time that they're growing. Mm -hmm. They're never submerged in water or soil or rock wool or any of that stuff. Hmm. And so you get higher terpene levels through this method. And we use 90% less water than any other indoor grow. Ah. Yeah. So there's a few things in there that are really cool. And is the reason you went in this direction because of the water savings? It's one of the list of reasons. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's a high risk, harder way to grow though. How so? Because if you lose power for an hour, you could potentially lose over a million dollars in product because the roots are hanging in the air, so they're very sensitive. We have misters shooting up water on them every so often, mm -hmm. and if you lose power, those roots are going to dry up and... And a million dollars worth of product loss. Could be gone, yeah, in one room. Yeah. Wow. And there's, and there's four rooms, so it's really hypersensitive. Sure. And this is a brand new product you're rolling out and, and people can find out about this through the website, correct? Yep. 420kingdom.com. Yep. So why did you choose black for your Tesla? Oh, uh, I love the color of black on a car. Okay. I think uh, I like to drive fast too, <laughs> which is probably not the safest habits, but I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie on certain things. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah. I kind of noticed that with the, with the, yeah. with the poker in the. Yeah. Well, and my adventuring and exploring that I do sometimes too. When right. I, when I travel or something, like I'll go places that people are, they're like, dude, we shouldn't do this. Right. Like, this is getting scary. And I'm like, come on, man, let's just try it. So I, yeah, I just love the color. I think it looks the sharpest. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Now, you own a farm labor company. You own the World Series of Gin. Mm -hmm. You also own the 420 Kingdom. That's a lot of work. Where do, how do you find any time off? <laughs> well, the farm labor contracting and the World Series of Gin are kind of like, in a sense, similar to the military services where it kind of is a well-oiled machine that runs itself. Mm. So those don't require much of my time at all. Mm. Almost no time in this scheme of things. Right. Almost all of my time is devoted to this cannabis business right now. But what do you do when you do get some free time? I like to be outside. Mm. Um, I love long distance endurance type stuff. Uh, cycling, hiking, uh, when it's really, really hot outside, I like to go on long swims. Sure. Um, I like to, I'm a user of cannabis also. I think it's helped my life tremendously in terms of just relaxation and, and things I've discovered with Mother Earth and life in general. I mean, I just, it's, it's great to just unwind with a, you know, a little joint and a, you know, a bottle of water and go walk, go for a walk. And it's a different experience, uh, doing it, uh, with a little medication versus, just being sober and obviously there's a balance. I'm not a wake and bake person that's just high all the time. Right. I think everything in life requires balance. Mm. And so I just like the different effects that it has and the relaxation levels and euphoria and, and just discovering things, uh, new experiences with it. It's, it's, it's an awesome, fun thing that I love.
But you also like to take it to the edge every now and then. I've noticed that because poker and gin yeah. and living on the edge on a business like this. What is in your DNA that makes you want to go ahead and, and sometimes just walk right along that razor's edge? I think the occasional adrenaline of certain things. I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but I like to I like to push the envelope. I like to maybe question authority sometimes and why not? Why not, you know, go and do something and just go with it and explore and adventure. I'm a I'm a big adventurer. I love new adventuring type of stuff. It's just it's it's I love it. Is this something that you've seen in a lot of other small business owners? This type of well, the, behavior? The, or? The, 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 the need for adrenaline or the want to take a risk? With some people, yes, and some, no. It yeah. just depends on the person, I think. But I think a lot of people that are business owners are risk takers in themselves. They're not just sitting back getting a check from someone else. And they're risk takers in their own, in their own right, for sure, just by doing that. What makes you get up every morning and open your businesses? Besides my alarm on my iPhone? <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, sure. Just knowing that there's hundreds of people out there from my local, local city that I've been born and raised that are going to be making orders and getting something that's state-tested, healthy, and just that we can get the, get those people what they need, their, their, their medicine that, that makes their lives better. Mm. That right there, that thought, it just almost gives me goosebumps. And to, to know that it's it's not black market, it's it's the right thing, and that we can get it to them quickly, I just love that. That's one of the biggest things for, for me. I, and if visioneers want to learn more about the 420 Kingdom, uh -huh. how do they do that? They can go to our website at 420kingdom.com and they can see our entire menu, everything we offer. And they can also give us a call at 661-777-KING. What was that number again? 661-777-KING, K-I-N-G. And if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Uh, 420 Kingdom and 420 Kingdom Delivery. Well, Mario, this has been a pleasure. Thank you Thank very you. much for being on Small yeah. Business Celebration. Thank you. And we'll have my final thoughts when we come right back. Awesome. Consider what you're doing with your business is like a movie and the credits are currently running. What would your credit roll look like? Would it show who's the hero? who the anti-hero is, all the love interests in your life? Would it show all the supporting cast, all the supporting crew, all the people that helped you be successful with your business? Would you also think that as you're watching your credit roll that it's the end of your business? Well, if there's one thing that Marvel movies have taught us, when you see the credit roll, it's not the end. You wait all the way through and there's a tag. And that's also true for you and your business. The credits may feel like they're running for your business, but like what Marvel has taught us, there's a tag at the end. What's the tag of your business gonna be look like? Have you written it yet? Until next week, 
We'll see you here on Small Business Celebration, and I hope you use something with our conversation here with Mario this week that you can use to grow a strong and profitable business. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.